Welcome to This is the Day with Pastor Wade Scarborough. It is our prayer that something is said or done to make your walk through this journey called life a little lighter and brighter. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. He looks forward to walking with you on this journey together to breakthrough, victory, redemption. Pastor Wade is anointed and experienced in multiple areas of life. God uses him to have us look at our challenges in ways we may never have seen before. Now the moment we've all been waiting for, Pastor Wade Scarborough. This is the day. This is the day. This is the only day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. What's up? What's up? What up? Hey, y'all, you know what it is. It's an honor and privilege that you've taken the time of your life to walk with me on this journey we call life. This is your boy, Pastor Way. What's up? Man. We got to talk more, y'all. Cause look, like we be talk. It sounds like we be we be talking like like every like every other week or something. Not, but we I know we do it weekly. But man, we need we probably gonna talk more. We may need to ramp this thing up because y'all be coming with some good comments and uh, say some good stuff. Uh, whether you agree, disagree, or you know what side, whatever side you on, you know we can talk and keep it real, like my or keep it one hundred, like my boy TV say. So hey, I just want to appreciate all the love and support every single person. I continue to pray for each and every one of you, whether I know you personally or not, because it is my prayer that God continues to bless you in your life, whatever challenges that you may face, that you're never alone. Yea, as you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you should never fear no evil for God is with you. Thy rod and his staff shall comfort you. Thou preparest a table in the presence of your enemies. Thou anointest your head with the oil, your cup runneth over, and then surely goodness, surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. I speak that over your life, that everything you touch shall prosper. All your needs uh, are met, that you be in uh, health, even though it's a greeting, that I do wish you be in health and prosper, even as your soul prospers. And then those for joining us for the very first time, I just want to say thank you so much. Uh, I'm holding air hugs out right now. My arms are wide out because you could be doing anything right now, but you decided to join this conversation. And I want to say I love and appreciate you for that and hope that I do so one day get to meet a lot of you. Uh, some of you already know, but a lot of you, we have people in India and also in the UK, other listening people all definitely all over the United States. So I just want to say I appreciate you from wherever you're joining this conversation. Let me me tell you what this is the day is all about with pastor way we like discussing the various topics that the church body does not talk about on the sunday or the bible study or shut down from talking about it all together because of the sensitive nature of the subject all of us no matter what you think feel or believe without judgment will not be made to feel like your feelings or opinion are not valid and we can have a conversation freely and honestly and keeping it 100 as my boy tv says here on this is the day with pastor wave and uh for those joining for the very first time or if you 
haven't joined our other conversations, hey, I still interact. You can always catch me on my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. You know, you can listen to our other conversations. Before, we're now we're on Call to Forgive. Before that, we were on the Disciplines of Faith. Before that, we were on How to Apply Faith. Before that, we were on How to Treat One Another. That's definitely something we should all listen to at least once a month. Then before that was the 10 Principles for a Successful Relationship. And then also our very first series was uh, End Times, How Will It Look? And we're going to go back into that because there's so much in that. We can spend a whole year on End Times. A lot of people have been requesting that as well. Also, people want to know about spiritual gifts. So we're about to go, after we do Call to Forgive, we're about to go into spiritual gifts, gifts versus talent. There's a difference. I'm going to leave that alone. There's a difference. So we go uh, talk about that. So let's just dive right on into it. I know y'all just want to get to talking and and uh, say, well, what does Pastor Wade got to say about forgiveness this week? Well, we got a lot to talk about, a lot to say. So like all the planes do on this plane, we're going to make sure our seat and tray tables are in the upright position and uh, in the upright lock position. And then if any turbulence you feel on this plane is God shaking at the very root of what does not belong on this plane. Now, if you're listening with somebody, look at them and say, you ready? Look back at them and say, I'm ready. Then let's go. Listen. We got to start with forgive. What does forgive mean? Hey, on every conversation while we're in this, just in case somebody missed it before, we're going to talk about what the word forgive is and what it really means, because just not seven letter word. It is actually for and give. It's for and give. For and give. Let's see. The word for means F-O-R, intended to belong to or use in connection with in order to came required. The word give means to present voluntarily and without expecting compensation to bestow. So when you talk about forgive, the whole word means to grant or pardon for remission. It also means to cease to feel resentment against. And then that verb is to pardon an offense or an offender. So the synonym for the preposition word for, F-O-R, is because. Then the synonym for the word give is award or hand over. So the synonym for the word forgive as a whole is forget. And that's probably the biggest thing that people when you talk about forgiveness is the forgetting part and nobody says you're going to forget right then but even paul talks about it's a perpetual forgetting it's something that you're going to have to do daily and then what do we say remember when we forgive we are actually saying to the person god has mandated us to forgive whether it's another person on yourself that forgive is i have something of yours that is intended for you that does not belong to me because god said so that i must voluntarily hand over to you without any compensation and i must forget about it so what did we talk about before? We talked about first, forgiveness is hard without question. Anybody that tried to tell you forgiveness is easy? Oh, yeah, forgiveness is easy. Whatever, they're lying. Now, forgiveness can come easier to some than others, but that part is very true. Forgiveness is hard. Listen, that's why it's hard to give. You're holding something that belongs to somebody else, and you're like, why it's not mine? Because it doesn't belong to you. So you're you're actually the caretaker of forgiveness, and you have to give it away. And sometimes you can't be waiting, like we talked about last time, can't be waiting for people to seek you out for forgiveness. Sometimes you have to go give it. 
Uh oh, I'm gonna leave that alone. Second, we said forgiveness is complete. Listen, when you're not hanging on to that anger, resentment, hey, you will be complete. You're able to move forward. You're not gonna be in that quicksand of resentment. Also, uh, forgiveness, we said, is costly. Listen, it's gonna cost you a lot, but it's worth it. And you gotta make sure you forgive. Also, we said forgiveness pursues. Hey, forgiveness seeks out. It pursues whether somebody did you wrong or not forgive if you know there is an issue listen right now i'm trying to seek out somebody but that person won't hey won't come to the table so we can uh work this out and forgive each other but hey i'm gonna keep pursuing and if i see that person hey 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 let's work this out if we call if we go be men and women of god let's work it out but hey I'm going to leave that alone. Also, what we're going to talk about today, forgiveness is continual. Oh, my goodness. That Man, we could just let that marinate for a minute. Forgiveness is continual, ongoing. It's like a perpetual thing. My God. Luke tells us, and you know, I'm going to keep it in context for you because you know how I feel about context. Tired of folks taking stuff out of context and taking the word of God out of context to suit their own needs. I don't know why I do that voice, y'all, but it just be happening. But I can't stand when stuff is taken out of context. Let's keep things in context. So Luke tells us in uh, Luke 17, 3 and 4, it says, take heed to yourselves. If your brother sins against you, rebuke him. And if he repents forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times in a day and seven times in a day returns to you saying, I repent, you shall forgive him. I think somebody just got, somebody was like, what? That right there. If he keep coming back, if he keep coming back, forgive him. So that means, you know, they, they keep hitting you, spitting on you, slapping you in the face, whatever, backstab you, lying on you with all, keep forgiving. We're talking about forgiveness is continual, right? So keep forgiving. Hey, see why forgiveness is hard? See why it's costly? I'm I'm just saying, y'all. Y'all don't get mad at me. Look, I didn't write it. I'm only a messenger. Y'all getting attitude with me. I can even feel it right now. Listen, somebody is right now just got the little evil stare right now like my like my girl Shakina man my girl Shakina got a, a a stare that when you're talking crazy she her eye do something and cracks me up every time she do it but I'm just I know somebody right now is doing that to me but y'all looking at me like I wrote it I didn't write it listen I I told you this thing is hard but you like looking at me like it, it y'all like passed away listen they wronged me I know Keep forgiving them. <laughs> Understand it. See, I'm, they go be you getting mad at me, but hey, I'm only a messenger. So for the Hebrew, understand this: seventy times seven meant infinity. So it's not just four hundred ninety. That means maximum capacity, full maximum capacity, because four hundred ninety has a limit. So for jesus there is no point beyond which our accumulation of sin becomes unforgivable so our response is to forgive others and there is no cap or limit or expiration to forgive as followers or men and women of god here we go don't be upset neither the intensity of nor the number of wrongs should have an impact on us 
if we were to place a limit, then our effect of building relationships would have a chain attached to it instead of having a chain reaction to grow. With a limit, you cannot grow. We must have the realization and capacity to understand how much we have been forgiven by God in order to forgive each other. This is crucial to the Christian experience. Our Lord continues to give us grace and forgiveness. Are not we to do the same with each other? We show ourselves to be extremely selfish, don't get mad at me, and prideful, don't get mad at me, when we do not practice continual forgiveness. Understand this, y'all. Listen, this is a tough one. I get it. Understand this. God's forgiveness is not some cheap markdown or bargain. His cost was immeasurable. Paul in Colossians 3.13, remember we talked about that, tells us to forgive freely as Jesus has forgiven us. We must be willing to forgive as Jesus has forgiven us. We must be willing to bear the cost just as our Lord did. Forgiveness demands a substitution. So how could we ever back away from forgiving each other? If we do, it is a bigger insult to our Lord than for the non-Christian to turn his or her back on his grace because we know better. Remember, knowledge brings responsibility. That even hit me right now, y'all. Listen, it's tough. Forgiveness is continual. It's not a one-time thing. And we must continue to do it. And this is, even though love does have boundaries, and don't get me started on that because it does, there is scripture to back it up, but love does have boundaries. And But the thing about it is when you use your boundaries, when you use them, you got to understand we always let God's love in and we always let God's love out. But you do not have to keep taking everything just at face value. Sometimes you can keep people at a distance and still love them. You can still have an iron sharpening iron, but hey, you don't have to let them into your personal intimate life. So we have to keep things in context sometimes. You know, we think as Christians, we're just supposed to be getting out there just beat up. Hey, I heard to tell you, none of us is Jesus, but we're working on it. <laughs> Some people are mad at me right now. They don't like me saying that, but it is what it is. So trust me, your life would be a lot better. And hey, well, this is a daily walk. That's why we're working out our salvation. Whether you're talking about a love walk, where you're talking about getting closer to God, where you're talking about building relationships, where you're talking about winning souls for the Lamb's role. This is all part of working out your salvation. So the next thing is what forgiveness is not. Woo! So we talked about forgiveness is continual. Now we're going to talk about what forgiveness is not. In 2 Timothy, we are told, Alexander the metal worker did me a great deal of harm. The Lord will repay him for what he has done. You too should be on your guard against him because he strongly opposed our message. That's 2 Timothy uh, 4, 14 through 15. We know why we must forgive. So now the question is, what must we forgive? I do not believe we need to forgive trivialities because forgiveness is not trivial. So all that little stuff, like I forgive you, you know, you yelling at me or something or, you know, something just trivial. 
like oh i forgive you for not you, you went in and drunk my soda and you shouldn't <laughs> you went in the refrigerator drunk my soda and you wasn't supposed to no, trivial stuff stop stop so you know people hey i can't believe you did that you you took my food and still mad to this day stop it trivial understand this it's cost is high when you talk about forgiveness so things like bumping into someone or typos or minor mistakes should not call us to forgive just a simple polite apology is given and then you move on if a person was offended by an honest mistake such as his or her name being misspelled in the church bulletin <laughs> don't get me started you know how folks get they sensitive or not called or recognized for oh boy i'm gonna leave that alone he or she should not expect forgiveness because it was an honest unpurposed mistake with no malicious intent well it could be but I'm going to leave that alone too. There must be a reason for forgiveness, such as hurt, where malice and forethought were at work. Understand this. Forgiveness does not minimize the offense. When we forgive, we are not saying, hey, that was okay. The offense does not need to be accepted. However, we are to embrace the person who committed the offense. It is like sin. We are to hate sin, but we are still called to love the sinner unless it continues and they refuse to repent. Forgiveness is not the approval of the wrong. It only offers the grace of love rather than vengeance. Forgiveness may not bring us to the level of trust we had before. Say if a spouse cheats on you, you are called to forgive and reconcile. But don't get mad at me that trust will be eroded and will take time to rebuild. Just forgiving the offender will not bring instant restitution of the relationship. That's major right there, y'all. Perhaps the relationship will be severed completely. Perhaps a business partner that embezzled or caused you to lose the business, you are to forgive that person as we previously discussed. But this does not mean you would enter into a business relationship with that person again. And that's another thing, too, you know, like in cases, infidelity, like you're supposed to give. And we all have the ministry of reconciliation. So uh, uh, if you can reconcile, you can do it. But if you can't, that still doesn't nullify forgiveness and does not mean you all have to be together. Because also in infidelity, that is one of your ways out as far as when you talk about marriages and things like that. So it is up to you at that point. But what happens is we want to hold on to stuff and not talk to the per person anymore or not have that brotherly sister love we're supposed to have for them. We want to hold that against them. And that is not true forgiveness. So that's the thing about even with the, the say you had a business partner that embezzled from you. And so they messed everything up. So you're supposed to forgive that person, but it doesn't mean you're supposed to, you can have to continue to do business with them. I mean, come on, here Here comes that boundary again. So out of love, forgiveness comes as well. So now that boundary is, okay, I'm going to forgive you, but I know better not to be in business with you anymore. I said, I'm not going to take that risk again. It's okay, y'all. It's okay to do that. Oh, boy. Did it get... It got quiet on me in here. I feel like I'm by myself again. It, hey... These are just the realities. I know there's bad teaching in churches and stuff like that, and we didn't have bad relationships and uh, things like that. But, you know, if somebody did you wrong, you're supposed to forgive them also. But 
now the relationship has to be defined or sometimes it don't need to be redefined. It depends. It is still your choice if you want to continue at the next level or the same level with him or her. It's okay. Let's see. Oh boy. Somebody's theology just got messed up, but I'm going to leave that alone. Hit me up. If you don't understand that or you you got any questions about that on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and now YouTube at Real Pastor Wade, and Wade is spelled W-A-I-D. Hey, I'd love to hear your opinion. If you think I'm wrong, listen, tell me I'm wrong. If you think I'm right, that's fine too as well. But I'm just saying there's just some relationships you don't have to continue. You can redefine them. They don't have to be at the same level they were, but you're not supposed to hold things against that person. Just saying. Forgiveness is directed to people, not causes or institution. Understand this when you talk about things about forgiveness uh, and things like that. Forgiveness, when we talk about hard and it'll make you complete, forgiveness is costly, forgiveness pursues, continual. Listen, these are steps in forgiveness that sometimes we just don't, we haven't really practiced. You know, some people just say forgive and forget, you know, but you got to walk somebody through the steps of forgiving and forgetting. You got to acknowledge that first forgiveness is hard. Then you got to you got to understand what forgiveness will do for you. It'll complete you when you forgive. Then you got to understand how costly it is because that person that keep coming back or you not forgiving yourself or they keep doing you wrong, whatever it's hey, it may cost you some things. It costs you some sleep, may cost you some emotional trauma. Listen, sometimes that forgiveness piece is costly. Also for pursuing somebody, oh my God, especially if they wronged you. Now I got to pursue them and, and search them out to get their forgiveness or give my forgiveness. I'm just saying that that things and then continual. I got to keep doing this over and over again without question. As long as we're alive, as loud, <laughs> as long as the sun keep coming up and down, I'm telling you, we all going to have to do it understand when we for, we when we do not forgive we walk a path of self-destruction brought on by uh by the buildup of resentment and the unfulfilling nature of revenge nothing will wither our soul more than storing up this disease of unforgiveness pride and arrogance will take over control and ruin you a chinese proverb says first before seeking revenge you must dig two graves the cost and the pain of, of forgiveness, even though we may be the victims of it, will be far easier than the path of not seeking forgiveness. Hey, you remember when they say about revenge, if you're talking about on that revenge path and how that unforgiveness, they say you better build two graves because you're about to destroy two people. And that means you're included in that. Also, when we read Job, my man Job, five and two. Resentment kills a fool and envy slays the simple. The goal of forgiveness is allowing Jesus to transform us to our full potential because we may go through bad stuff in life. It is not meant to be personal attack, rather a strengthening of our character so we can be better and used by our Lord. Consider this. Jesus has defeated Satan, so the sins we incur can be turned around to his glory. 
forgiveness. We'll refocus God's plan and make it our plan. Then our sufferings will not be in vain and can be turned around to further the kingdom of God. The joy and happiness of who we are in Christ will bubble over, covering the pain and hurt. Romans tells us we're going with Paul into Rome. It tells us, and we know that all things work together for good for those who have loved for love God to those who are called according to his purpose for whom he foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren moreover whom he predestined these he also called whom he called these he also justified and whom he justified these he also glorified verse 31 what then shall we say to these things if god is for us who can be against us he who did not spare his own son but delivered him up for us all how shall he not with him also freely give us all things who shall bring a charge against God's elect. It is God who justifies, is he who condemns. It is Christ who died, and furthermore, it is also risen. Who is even at the right hand of God, who makes intercession for us, who shall separate us from the love of Jesus, shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or a sword. As it is written, for your sake, we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth nor any other created thing shall be able, oh my God, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. That is Romans 8, 28, 39. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I pray that you enjoyed it, our time together as much as I did. Thank you for tuning in to episode six of Call to Forgive. I thank you for all your support and responses. New episodes release every Thursday on iTunes and Spotify at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Please remember to subscribe and don't just listen to these episodes just once. Get them ingrained in your spirit. Remember, when we forgive, we're actually saying to the person God has mandated us to forgive or even ourselves. I have something of yours that is intended for you that does not belong to me because God said so that I must voluntarily hand over to you without any compensation and I must forget about it. A special thanks to my man KC, Kevin Clayton at I Am Music Group for producing this show, Erica Duff for the artwork and the Flow Therapy Morning Show with Coco B and Frank Nitty on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network, Alex Teamer, a.k.a. 18 for the baseline, Pastor Warren Campbell and Lena Bird Miles for This Is The Day intro. A shout out to Shannon Jackson and Shay J Entertainment and the Holy Ghostbusters Mobile Ministry. A shout out to my man, Julian Payne at the House of No Ho Barbershop. Man, he's a celebrity barber to the stars in the greater Los Angeles area. 
if you're in LA, if you're coming through LA, I'm trying to tell you, man, look up my boy House of No Hole, which is North Hollywood, Julian Payne. I'm telling you, he'll hook you up. He keeps me fly. Remember to subscribe to this today on whatever podcast platform you use. You can follow me also on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And YouTube at Real Pastor Wade and Wade is spelled W A I D. And remember to post any subject titles you would like to discuss on this adjacent Facebook page or feedback on your Instagram stories on what you thought about the conversation. Always remember, God believes in you, and so do I. Till next time, this is the day. This is always the day for breakthrough, victory, redemption. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to This Is The Day with Pastor Wade on any podcast platform that you use. You can interact with Pastor Wade with questions, comments, or subject titles you would like discussed. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade, that is Real Pastor W-A-I-D, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.